Hello and welcome to the show. Tonight will be a special Death vs. Grind edition of Canberra Metalheads. Welcome to Canberra Metalhead. You got Mikey Malpas and JDK, and we're joined here in the studio with the guys from Point Seventeen. So from left to right, we've got um, James play the drums. Cool. Adam bass. Brendan lead guitar. Perfect. And uh, also in the studio, we got Benji Bourne from uh, Wretch. Hey, how you doing? Uh, and we'll be able to have a bit more of a chat about some Wretch stuff uh, later on. But it's cool, cool that you guys are all in here uh, and promoting the upcoming gig for the uh, Death vs Grindcore at the basement Death coming up. Death vs Grind at the basement. Yeah. Um, and that one there is on the 16th of August. We'll announce more details about the dates later. But you know, just off the bat, that's when it's happening. And uh, we listened to a um, track at the start of the show, which was um, Black Heart by Point Seventeen. 
um, that one there is off the um, the upcoming album um, to to be launched. Is that one uh, has that one already been launched? Sorry, no, no launch. Is cool. It? Yep. So and uh, we got that track off the album. Um, how, how's things been for the for the band and things kicking off, man? I know there's some history with um, in the Canberra metal scene from each member individually, but now it's all together into one one project so it's cool to hear it is that's right yeah uh it's going really well um this first gig we haven't done one since 2015 i think uh for various reasons um and it's just gonna take off from here we hope the album's out now it's on spotify different formats it's all digital it's out there ready for everyone to listen to so perfect well, that's good to hear. I know that um, sometimes we get um, different launch um, ideas for albums. I know Clarity Chaos that just put out um, an album earlier this year. They had uh, like a whole plethora of online platforms. So it's and then we also have like Hellfire Records, who is uh, purely physical distribution. So we've had many different types on the show before. Uh, how do, how do you find like obviously um, being the first point seventeen album? Um, with um, being launched, how do you find the difference between maybe you know digital and and physical releases? I think digital's good for speed. Um, we did, we pretty much did this album on our own, so we want to we want to get vinyl pressed eventually. Cool. Um, but this one was just the easiest way to get it out there quick for nothing. Um, so everyone can hear us because you know this has been sixteen years in the making. You know we've all got big families and changing singers and so what, but. No, it's just great. Get it out there, man. And uh, yeah, a lot of European people like it, which is cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, good feedback so far for yep. what, three odd months it's been out, something like that. That's right. That's one advantage as well about the online. You can see sort of where the listeners are coming from. Mm. Um, there's plenty of, you know, stats on who's downloading it and, and who's listening, which is cool. I know um, for the the show sometimes when we do giveaways, um you you know like for example we did a giveaway f- um in a previous show it was only a few weeks ago and uh the winner was from france so okay. we just like nice. randomly yeah. get reach yeah, out nice. there yeah. um so yeah the um i messaged the winner i'm like hey man um you know congratulations you won and um i had to translate like some of the responses and then eventually we're like oh cool like oh you're from france man so what do you think he's like yeah man just from the shares you know how it's like most people are four degrees of separation well within like one or two degrees we're reaching overseas which is you know yeah that's right helps we still got people who want physical copies though that's one thing i've noticed usually old Mm. buggers yeah. Yeah. I, I do. What's Spotify? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's the vinyl? Yeah, that's yeah. right. We're getting onto it. <laughs> I rest, do actually, rest assured. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that as well, mm. too. Like, the physical isn't just CD. You've got uh, vinyl. I know Kid mm. Presentable did a release on Cassette as well, uh, which is cool. So, uh, Canberra Hardcore Band. So, you get um, the vinyl coming out. I know in the last. Um, few weeks i did the hobbs angel of death episode which had um recordings from vinyl so i actually digitalized the the vinyl recording so you can get that lo-fi yeah, cool. sound yeah, but it's excellent. got the crackles and stuff yeah. yeah and um man i can tell you for a fact when i uh just looking at it from a digital perspective one, i had both types i had the digital and the vinyl both yeah. sitting there in the um, sound editing program and you can just see how much smoother the transitions are when it when you come to you know your your vinyl yeah right because it's, it's essentially not crushed to the hell 
yeah. it's lo-fi so it, like the impedance goes up and down man it's, yeah it's cool. right yeah it's just it just made it and i mean obviously hobbs being like a old school death metal australian scene yeah, you, yeah. you kind of yeah. like that yeah. feel that's right yeah exactly sort of keep it raw and yeah. how, how it's done yeah yep so uh yeah you know speaking of previous um you know australian metal scene um bands like like hobbs is there any sort of um, bands that you guys sort of draw influence from or anything like that 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 um you can point out yeah for me it'd be a brenlin brenlin yeah, damaged sure. uh, back in those days were the best times of my life mate you know yeah. yep Metal for the brain just wish it was all back yeah and now brenlin is back which is sick so yeah that's good man yeah. you see rise of a few um that's good bands that like i know it was probably within the last five years um Psychrist did a re- reunion show they um, did. we all went to that that was yeah. great yep yeah so we've played them on the show before actually lucy from armored angel sent us that that album um from from the archives so it's Mate. good to know people are still got it you know yeah. still they're still yeah. holding on to it yeah i remember getting all those albums back in the day as soon as they came out yeah yeah, yeah. even yeah. right writing to yuri and the guys like handwritten letters yep. yeah and trading trading tapes and whatever else that's yeah. how it was done yeah yeah everyone everyone recalls <laughs> yeah that's how it, that's how it is and it's like um for example we had uh who was it um in a previous episode joel from which girl was saying like oh i remember like apparently we played a gig um with 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 um certain bands he's referencing a gig poster that he had but the thing was, the gig didn't end up happening. He just seen the poster and remembered, thought that that, that, that gig happened. <laughs> so, a mad uh, night. <laughs> so we worked it out on the episode. I think it was one of the, the at the end of last year, we did a few retro episodes where we did like eighties, nineties, and two thousands. Um, and Joel was part of that, and we um, that's where it came up. Yeah. So it's in that episode. But yeah, it was funny, man, because at the end of the day, like I keep certain gig posters like for example i've got um one from um speaking of yuri i have a tortured autopsy the mung and um and 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 like a death metal night and that was before autopsy was the headliner you know mm, like right. yeah. yeah i've still got yep. posters from those those gigs um and you know i've got do you guys remember the you know that um the days of having um bands from sydney like um there was a uh, tensions arise that used to play play here f- uh, fairly often mm. and just like gigs from when i first started being in the scene uh working at the bar and things like that you look back at it all and you're like whoa like i remember that gig or you know i remember yeah, right. remember that band we've got exactly. our old old flies yep. which we've kept in our first gig back in 2005 I yeah think it was yep and we didn't have a logo back then and brad <laughs> yeah. our singers just put Point seventeen with dots. It looks like stars. Gunshots. It looks yeah. tacky. Ship. It's still keep it. That's good, man. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Good, you got to keep it. You look back and go, yeah, yeah. That's it. So that that's like some of the history of the scene. But as far as the history of the band goes, um, I know that we alluded to to you guys having um, previous bands in the, in in the past. What is mm. there any like history that you guys um, want to chat about? You know, previous bands that you guys have been in before this. Yeah, well, pretty much. Uh, I was in Dehuman. Yep. Way back in 96, pretty much played for three years, then did a John Lennon and Met a Girl and ruined everything. <laughs> so I left that band and learned some slide guitar and all this weird shit and went, cool, this is different. <laughs> and then uh, got rid of her and then pretty much met the bloke over there. He moved in with me and then we started jamming in this little 4x4 four four room with a monster stack, getting cops over every night and it's quite funny. 
and uh, <laughs> Good time. I remember that time the police came in, yeah. and he came. It was like four o'clock in the morning, loud as hell, mate. And uh, I said to the cop, "I'm oh, sorry, mate. It's just too loud." Uh, it's just no, it's just too late to be loud. And he goes, mate, that's too loud to have it any time of the day. And the other copper actually liked it. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Had no lights on the house. We turned the lights off in the house so no one thinks it's us. Yeah, playing, yeah, but yeah. mate, it was loud. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you get the, yeah. the Bat Sense album comes yeah. out. Yeah. That's it. And then God, Brad, who's not here now, but he was um, Kill for Satan. So that's yeah, we had a problem with singers for a few years. And we're all a big family, so it's hard to, to get together. But now nah, Brad's been fantastic, and that's why the album ended up being finished, I reckon. He pushed he us and got it done. He was a bit nervous at the start, but he's stepped up. Yeah, he has. Answer. And Reedy come from thrash background, didn't you, mate? Yeah, I was in Smug Goat okay. in the early 2000s. We played quite a lot of gigs, mainly at the Rock 8 yep. and the Green Room. Uh, that all kind of dissolved about 2005. Mm-hmm. And I got a random call from Bob, who's That's right. Wretch with Benji. He said, are you doing anything at the moment? Uh, Band-wise, I said, no. He said, well, I know these guys are looking for a bass player. I said, what sort of music is it? He said, oh, you'll like it. It's death metal. And I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm in. What's his What's his number? And I got in touch with Brendan and, and James and came up, played a few songs. Yeah, the rest is history, rest is history. Yeah. Yeah, perfect, man. Yeah, so I'm down in Cooma still to this day. Yep. So I've been travelling up for rehearsals for you know, 13 years. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's cool, Wouldn't man. change yeah. a thing. Nah. Good to fine. hear, dude. Uh, mm. So you obviously still, although you're from coming from Kermie, you still got that solid Canberra history. You oh, know, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it all, it all um, makes sense. I know that we have a lot of bands on the show, pre- like in previous episodes, and we talked about, you know, certain members will be in different towns. Yeah, that's right. It makes it easier now to be able to communicate um, with members away i mean i i know uh we're talking to uh todd from psychroptic and him Mm. him being in the states and everyone else being in tassie they do rehearsals over skype sometimes if they don't have like or they have meetings over skype like just or send clips and things like that so geographical um differences don't matter as much but not with today's technology but i mean coom is like a good a good uh trip up anyway so oh it's yeah close enough yeah it's only an hour yeah to our rehearsal space so. closer than bell connor yeah pretty much yeah that's it <laughs> yeah and there's no traffic lights so <laughs> that's the way yeah um and what about yourself man what's yeah, no i sort of didn't didn't um, have any bands before until i met brendan sort of always into the heavy metal and mm. um i did music in college thinking i'd learn the drums mm-hmm. and it was guitar which i failed miserably at and um, yeah, I sort of hung out with the boys in Dehuman when they were jamming and stuff yep. and had the odd dabble on the drums and yeah, moved in with Brendan, got a $500 five-piece drum kit. <laughs> That's right. Gone from there, pretty much. So yeah, yeah. Not, not as musically backgrounded as these two. You're but. natural, mate. Uh, it's good, man. It's good to be able to smash it out and, um, you know, join a band sometimes. um coming in fresh means that the influences that you're having are from the other members as opposed to spot on previous um influences but then again you know it's good to be able to have experience with stage presence and stuff like Mm -hmm. that versus coming in fresh you can learn that on stage i mean not exactly walking around too much and with the drums but (laughs) you could do some last things one foot yeah, <laughs> man, I've seen some. Uh, so I spoke about this band previously. We had um, 
we had Tom from Wolfpack, and he actually sings and drums uh, um, for for that band. So yeah, right. He, yeah, like he's the singer as well as drummer. It's not yeah. often that you have have that. So some bands are fronted by um, different members. I know, you know, sometimes you like you're saying with with playing bass. I've seen uh sometimes the bass player will be towards the back and then all of a sudden comes through or the singer steps to one side they do like a three where you have two guitarists and the bass bass player all standing yep. together doing like a solo or yep. harmonizing um yeah it's cool to see it is yeah. it is uh yeah obviously um the the theme of the night is the the death versus grind um is there any sort of um history with that kind of dynamic before i know it's like kind of a sydney and, and canberra mashup you guys are representing the canberra sign side of things but have you ever played with any like um, grind or other other deaf bands before that you want to call out bands that you've played on the bills with yeah well rich for a start you know yeah, thanks to these blokes we actually got our first gig them, bit, so yeah. yeah it's a good mix there are too many to remember really we've played with a lot of good ones and not not so good ones i guess but more most of them being pretty bloody good <laughs> Yeah, I remember back in the day at the green room playing, obviously played Kill for Satan. Yeah, we played with Frankenbock. Yep. Uh, there's, yeah, yeah, there's brother, new, numerous oh, bands, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember the Frankenbock. I think it was Metal Fiesta. I seen those guys play for the first time. Mm. Um, I think I spent my last $40 on a hoodie. That's your way to yeah. Yeah. We played but, a show at the Marum. I remember it was a free gig. That was with Tortured. Oh, Insidious Torture. And Insidious yeah. Torture, which was Matty Skitz's band. Yeah. Yep. They came up from Melbourne, played the show and went back again. So good on those guys for doing that back then. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. Well, that, that's a good overview on the um, on, on the guys from Point 17. We've got a track now to play, um, and then we'll be back with uh, more info on the upcoming gig at the basement. So we're kicking it off now with um, Mock of the Infidel here on Canberra Metalheads.
Welcome back to the show. We just listened to a Point 17 song, which was the uh, Mock of the Infidel. You guys uh, would have heard that at the announcement at the end of the last interview, but uh, now we've um, mixing it up and getting Benji back onto the front of the mic there. So um, we got Benji from Wretch. How's it going, man? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, man. And we've got a whole death versus grind type um, feel about it. And uh, it's good. Like, I wouldn't be able to have... You wouldn't be able to have a grind show in Canberra without having Wretch on it, man, so... Wouldn't be able to have a grind show in Canberra at all if we weren't on there. There aren't too many grind bands no. around here anymore. But, um, no, thanks a lot for having us. It's uh, That whole death versus grind thing was just a sort of... Um, had a couple of... I wanted to do a show with Point Seventeen. Uh, yep. I wanted to do a show with The Plague from Sydney. And uh, as Flesh Decays from Vic, they're mm-hmm. coming down as well, and Blood Bomb from um, from Newcastle. So we kind of looked at it and thought, well, it's like half death metal and half grind, so that'll be an interesting little twist. And um, looking at the death metal bands on the bill, I reckon Grind's going to have a pretty bloody hard time trying to compete with them. <laughs> but um, no, it should be a lot of fun. Like you said before, um, it's not exactly like an actual rivalry it's like you guys are all playing together i guess like it's like people aren't gonna go out and be like i'm here to watch grindcore (laughs) (laughs) not many people do that (laughs) you're not yeah you're not gonna you're gonna get the whole experience it's nearly like um if your favorite two bands are are, are versing each other you get to watch them both play it's like you you know every band on the bill is going to be sick man and uh, we'll get into some more bands on the bill later um in the show but what what sort of sparked the idea i know you said you wanted to play with uh, point 17 but i don't think i've seen a bill like this before um to be honest i kind of uh was getting a little bit tired with um the the gig scene uh, in canberra for the last couple of years so like um reedy and the boys were talking about before there there were so many awesome death metal bands and grind bands that used to come through playing places like the rock ape and the basement and uh, the green room so we used to always it just used to be that every weekend um without a doubt a friday night or a saturday night you go to one of these places and you'd run into bands that you'd never heard of death metal thrash grind whatever and um, it kind of slowed down over the last few years because it just seems like for whatever reason uh, a number of other shows that have popped up that have become really popular like uh, covers nights for example they make a lot of money for venues a lot of people go there they like them and that's fine but it takes away from the heavy scene in many ways like for example um you try to book a date with a number of venues now and half of the dates are already booked by covers nights, Mm. for example. And um, the other half that aren't already booked by covers nights are booked by international bands or, you know, a band from Melbourne who are playing 30 dates around Australia. And um, that kind of kills the local scene a little bit. And it's not a problem. I mean, getting big international bands and uh, touring Australia bands is awesome to get them through Canberra, don't get me wrong. And, um, you know, I I can't say that we don't get onto those either. So, Wretch play a lot of those um, international touring shows and we're really thankful that we get to get on the bill. But it's not the same as it used to be where you could just go to the venue and, you know, you hear three new bands that were awesome you'd never heard of before. And um, it's kind of... 
it it makes bands not want to do shows you know when they go to a show and because there's a cover night the night before a cover night after everybody spunks all their money on those shows and then they don't come to yours so you know you have a poor turnout you have less bands wanting to do local gigs and the whole supporting and headliner business it just really irks me you know um no local band is better than another local band and just because a band is from sydney or a band is from melbourne doesn't mean they're better than the local bands that we have in canberra we've got some awesome local metal bands we've had some unreal like world stage bands come out of canberra and um i thought it would be nice to do a show and try to get that started again so yeah, try to, to see get... um people stepping up and taking that spot you know because i think that's what's been the problem is that the a lot of uh promoters you know then people come and go and now you're stepping in and and taking that and cheers, yeah. cheers to cheers, you man. dude for for taking that that step and you boys do it as well within human remnants so you know it's 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 hard to uh as a band try to separate yourself from getting to play with the bigger bands like you know when cattle decapitation comes through and you get offered to play with them of course you're going to take that up but then you're not going to play for a month before or a month after because you're mutually obligated not to that's right and you're practicing <laughs> for this show and um no it's so there are there are there are bands that still do it in camber it's just the the extreme metal side doesn't happen as often as it used to so yeah no i dig it man i i like how um you mentioned before there's no no bands are better than each other it's all like an even playing field and i feel that vibe from this gig is like it's just all uh um it's all it's all one big show and that's what i like about this um and you did mention before like you know there is international bands that'll pull local supports in which is cool uh there's been a few few bands that we've had on the show that are like oh you know we got a whole bunch more following because people that wouldn't have seen us came to watch the international and then you know we got some uh good feedback from that but at the same time um not often you don't get as good of a showcase as if you know a band covers another band people are going to see that cover band not the original the band that all those members are also in that's right uh, yeah. i know for example you um i think in the first show that i had had you on for wretch we're talking about um when you have members that can't play because they've they've got to practice for another a cover show um people don't go oh what other band are you in because I want to follow your original band because I seen you did a good job in the cover band. That's not as common as getting a support for an international band and them, them covering you. I think um, there's, there's two sides. You. Yeah, there's two sides to that. So, like, for example, um, half the guys from Wretch are in uh, Live Evil. You know, so they do metal covers. And they'll actually attract people to a Wretch show. And I'm sure they're very disappointed when they come to a Wretch show. But because they're playing really heavy music and you know they'll, they cover Iron Maiden and Accept and stuff like that and they come and <laughs> have to watch Wretch but they still do draw some people from that um, I'm talking more you know I, and I've done it myself like I've done covers gigs and there's nothing wrong with it but when there's one every weekend that's when it starts to really affect the local original metal scene yeah. gig yeah. saturations saturation <laughs> yeah. that's right and i mean it's like any band wretch don't play a gig 
every couple of weeks. I mean, people don't want to see wretch every couple of weeks, so you spread it out a little bit and have some variety and get more bands to play. And I'm stoked that Point Seventeen are coming on to play this show. We played with them when we launched um, Tirades in 2016, I think, or 15, at the Transit Bar, and that show was unreal. You know, it's um, I want to get that happening a little bit more. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Yeah, for and sure. That's, that's a big part of our show, you know what I mean? Yep. Like yep. We're, we're trying to support that local underground kind of Canberra scene. That's that's why Marky started this, you know, and the topic is focused on just Canberra metal and promoting those local kind of things and doing the tour swaps and, and those kind of things. That's yep. exactly what we're about. Sweet. So. Yeah, man. Like I said before, Live Evil, we've had them on the show before. They're promoting metal, which is good. Um, as Because people see Live Evil. They don't see... They're not there to see Dio. They're not there to see um, any other bands that they're covering. They're there to watch a Live Evil show, and they've done Hellenic Club gigs and stuff like that. So that's chilled. Um, yeah, it's more so just um, the 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 change in how things are going that's really good to see and initiated by gigs like this yeah yeah sweet yeah we hope to see heaps more people coming out to to shows and supporting this kind of thing because that's exactly what we're here for that's right and the more people that come out and support not even support i hate that word the more people that come to a gig and and watch local bands buy a shirt buy a cd you know come and just watch the band play that means the world to bands that practice their ass off for what 13 years yeah. you know it takes a lot of money a lot of time away from your family um so to have people actually come and appreciate that that's awesome or to have a group of people come and watch wretch and stare at us confused that's just as awesome you know i mean uh, <laughs> there's uh, anyone that doesn't already know this to clear it up on the show man wretch has a lot of talent you guys have got some like i said there's dudes in wretch that play world-class songs in in covers like they that pick up stuff that's written by other people as well as write their own originals like yeah. as as much as um it's fun to be like oh like wretch is a like don't worry about wretch they're just Wretch is a talented band. Benji's just being like humble because he's on the show. But let me tell you, like, there's stuff there as a as a bass guitarist, as, as being with the guitarist, some fucking talent in that band, man. So, jeez, man, yeah, the boys have um been around for a long time. Um, so, like, uh, Point Seventeen guys were saying, they've been in a lot of bands over yep. the years. Like, um, Naif, I mean, he was in Psychrist and Infinitum. Um, Bob was in Smug Goat for with with Reedy. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was. There's a, there's a lot of a lot of years going through those guys. So thanks a lot. I, that's um, I absolutely agree that the guys in the band are really talented, and they've just got to deal with me making up <laughs> noises over the top of their good music. Yeah, I forgot to mention the vocals are good too. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, like you said before, I mentioned uh, so call back to the previous time we had you on the show, man. Like, um, death metal vocals to the outside of people and and grind vocals. Are, oh man, it's like 
it's screaming and yelling there's pitches and like hard to hit notes um it's really taxing you mentioned that like it's good when you've got a sample because you can have a drink of water because of how many how crazy some of the vocals are yeah um yeah no it doesn't help when um the songs go for just over a minute and most of it's screaming (laughs) that's that's difficult to do man like uh, we were talking about the talent in the band i mean um Duncan the drummers did the drop in for Chainsaw when they came through, like to to do session work for them. Like that's the sort of level that we've that you got there. Um, so yeah, like you said, it's taxing on everybody. And so, like I think was it a festival fifteen? Uh, it was cool because we got like a whole album out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we played the most songs for a festival fifteen show of any band. <laughs> we just played all of our blurters. It was good. <laughs> that's it, man. We'll. Uh, for an example, the song we've got a um, we'll close up um, the, this section of the interview with a wretch song now um, from their current album, uh, which is a track called Black Sheep. Um, and then just as a contrast, we'll also be playing a track from the previous um, album, which is called Iceman. Uh, the track's called Iceman. Um, so that's um, before Benji was in the band, but that's the um, with the original singer. So nice little contrast there and uh, fit both the tracks into one bracket, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Cool, man. All right, we'll uh, kick it off with those tracks and then uh, come back with more info here on Canberra Metalheads. Hello, this is Karen. Rachel thinks she can ignore me and hide from me for her 20 lousy dollars that she owes me from like over, well over three months ago. She won $600 at the Pokies at the Stokes Valley Bar and she said to Jade and Dion, don't tell Karen you've seen me because I owe her 20 bucks. Well, I tell you what, I'll get my 20 bucks or she's going to get 20 fucking whacks. 20 fucking whacks. Not my fault she's a mental crazy lady that wanted to go off with a fucking lesbian that's now with a man. Not my fault your daughter's all fucked up, okay? Not my fucking fault. I want my fucking money.
Welcome back. That was Wretch with Iceman. And as you know, at the top um, of that bracket, we had Wretch with Black Sheep. A uh, nice little Wretch showcase there with two of their tracks. Um, now we're uh, moving on to, into a bit more info about the upcoming gig. So as we mentioned before, it's on the uh, 16th of August at the basement, kicking off at 7.30. Um, as well as Wretch uh, and Point 17, we've got a few other bands on the bill. So we've got um, As Flesh Decays and as well as uh, Bloodborne. Yep. And the plague. And the plague. So uh, we'll be able to uh, hear some more of their tracks later on in the show. But um, as far as the history goes, like we've had as flesh decays on the show before, and uh, you know it's an obvious choice to have have for, for a bill like this. Uh, Benji, how did they come about? Is there a like a, how did they come up in on the radar? Um, I've been wanting to play a show with them for ages, and um, so uh, Blizz has gotten in contact with us a couple of times before and asked us to play um, shows over the last few years and just happened to be that every time he asked us to play um, someone was having a baby or you know I was overseas with work or something for some reason I couldn't do it Um, so yeah I hit them up um, just because I wanted a good death metal band and they're really good so um, yeah there's sort of all the bands on this bill they're just ones that i wanted to play with really so i've been wanting to play with this flesh decays wanted to play with the plague for ages uh from sydney um shano is a legend and um he's been in heaps of sydney death metal bands over the years and um so they were an obvious choice as well but um blood bomb are an interesting one from sydney in the coast so they're like a, I guess you'd say gore grind so they're the other grind band on this bill <laughs> and um i think they're grosser than us and their song titles are worse than ours and their songs are shorter <laughs> um they sound a little bit nastier so that'll be fun to watch sabs the vocalist of blood bomb he uh has been in a number of other bands from sydney over mm-hmm. the years so like festering drippage he was with them for a while um lower back problems and a few others so um they'll be really good something interesting <laughs> for people to see and have a bit of a giggle at because that's the thing with uh grind you know a lot of grind bands don't take themselves too seriously you got that humor behind it and they're definitely uh along that sort of vein same as wretch so yeah for sure man that well like you said man they don't take themselves too seriously because it's fun like it's the whole thing of the the whole point of the of of the gig is to you know go out and do you know entertain people yeah um if you take it too seriously then some people might not find it entertaining well it's 
if you take yourself seriously when you're in a grind band, like some bands are serious, like Napalm Death, I mean, they're singing about, well, about serious stuff. But we have a song called Glory Hole Confessional. If you take that seriously, then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. You know, Festering Drippage had a song called Fungally Infested Fistathon. <laughs> if you're taking that seriously, then, you know, you shouldn't be playing shows in front of groups of people you should probably be in prison <laughs> or at a glory hole confessional <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's exactly right we you don't take it too seriously but also it's like we mentioned before some serious talent to to be able to entertain people as well um it's not something you can just go up and and do there's a lot of um you know work that goes into planning stuff out and 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 gigs and promotion and all that sort of stuff uh we've had as flesh decays on the show before and uh we came across the uh mutual um trading ground of um you know cult movies and and, and horror and vhs and all that cool sort of stuff and i understand that you're a bit of a fan yourself yeah that's um, actually how i met chris Blizzard from um as flesh decays yeah. so we met through online horror groups and talking about vhs and stuff and then yep. it turned out that he was in his flesh decays and i was in wretch and he liked wretch so it was kind of fun <laughs> get to meet each other in the other way but yeah yeah i collect a lot of a lot of stuff weird stuff i know yeah. one of the questions from that was what what was their favorite series our verdicts in what's uh is that can you choose one from the horror series what's your um favorite favorite series uh, I'd have to say Child's Play. Yep. Yeah, just it went pretty bad towards the end, but um, yeah, I've got Chucky tattooed all over my arm. Yep. So I'd have to say he's probably my favourite. The new one's good, even though it's not Brad Dorif. A lot of people hate it. I like it. Oh man, like I said, a lot of the the cult films and you know, horror creeps its way into the scene, which is what we want. You know, cool uh, samples and intros, and um, I guess themes song titles all that sort of cool stuff so it, it's you nearly need to mention it as part of of the show i mean even the gig poster is the um dawn of the day of the dead yeah. yeah it's bub from day of the dead no i think a lot of my favorite australian grind bands have some samples that it, they make the they make the song like you listen to um uh, see you next Tuesday by Blood Duster. Yep. Um, it's just full of samples from Boogie Nights and um, Bad Taste and stuff like that. So, yeah, I love it. I try to get as much of that into the band as I can, but I think Duncan likes fart noises more. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, snore samples apparently is Duncan's uh, main um, <laughs> stakehold. Uh, no, we recorded that because when, we, um, when we went to Europe, uh, I snore really badly and Duncan snores really badly and they took to recording us uh, snoring so they could play it back later and they thought it was hilarious. Bob actually um, uh, did this little side recording project. I'm not sure if I can say the name. Go ahead. Swanfucker. There we go. Yeah, so he did that and that was this long doom opus that just had Duncan snoring behind it. <laughs> <laughs> Worked pretty well. I've used a similar idea with, um, like, apps. You actually get applications on your phone where they um, tell you how well you sleep, and if you snore, it'll record it so you can listen back. So I have a bunch of snore samples of, like, from f the same thing. The title for those samples is a Doom Band 
sounding name, Eternal Slumber. I think it works quite well. Um, hey, speaking of uh, uh, Doom songs as well, we um, spoke earlier about long intros and, and, and longer stuff. I know that Joel, the previous singer from um, Wretch, actually was in the Doom band uh, Futility before that. was. Oh, no. So, uh, um, not to, uh, Futility Tranquil had, Deception, um, that's right. Futility, yeah, yeah. So Futility uh, had Duncan and Nafe from that's Wretch right. for a while. Yep. And, um, yeah, Futility is still going with... Um, uh, a bunch of new new guys. So Grant, as you you know, Grant, you work yep. with him. Um, he's in there, and Dan, the drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're doing really well. I think they're getting ready to record, or they just started, started. recording. Yeah, they did a big feature on their drums at that church where they recorded at. Yeah, yeah. Which apparently, sounds huge. So that'll be awesome. So those guys are great. Yeah, that's that's cool. And um, mentioned before the Joel, the previous singer, I get confused with uh, Tranquil Deception, which is uh, we've had Aaron from Old, who used to be the drummer in Tranquil. Yeah. So it's cool how the the scene kind of supports itself, and you have you don't lose a musician. You just the the band might become something else. We can still see that musician perform, but just as something else. Um, yeah, it's incestuous, man. It's, it's a fungally um, infested fistathon. <laughs> <laughs> but only the result is good metal as opposed to, you know, any any sort of negative impact. It's actually good in this case because you have you don't lose all that kind of influence and talent. It goes into something else, which is cool. Yeah. So yeah, that that's the other bands that are on on the bill. We're going to have a bracket now where we play a few of those bands um, and give everybody a sample of what they can expect on the night. But for now, they'll close up the interview uh, section. Thanks for everybody for coming in. Uh, I like to do these feature episodes where we've got multiple perspectives on the same gig. So thanks everyone for coming in and um, you know talking about the up, upcoming show. And we'll close out now with with a um, As Flesh Decays track. Thanks, Rolf, for coming in. Thanks for having us. us. Cheers, mate. And uh, make sure you head on out to the basement on the 16th of August at 7.30 uh, to catch all these guys live. And you can even purchase some some of their products. You know, you've got um, certain things. I I know as part of this gig, we'll be doing a giveaway where you can win yourself a wretch cd by sharing it sharing the post so make sure you head on through there and get more info about that one and listen to this next bracket on canberra metalheads
forget you're gonna die sometimes <laughs> then you remember and it kind of ruins your day
was The Plague with Rule of Society. And before that, we had Blood Bomb with Misery of the World. And as you know, at the top, we had As Flesh Decays and their track Elite Hunting. All those guys, as well as uh, Wretch and Point Seventeen, will be at the basement on the um, 16th of August. So head on out, check that one out, to watch all those bands play live. Uh, speaking of live gigs, uh, we're moving on now into our gig guide. Giggity! <laughs> now it's time for the gig guide Canberra Metalheads gig guide Giggity. On the 2nd of August at Transit Bar We've got Red Gazelle uh, With their Natural Rejection single tour With bands such as Sonic Tide and Blissphorus On the 9th of August at Transit Bar We've got Fate Accompli, Sketch Method Charlotte and the Harlots And Two Mums <laughs> 16th of August at the basement We've got Death vs. Grind With Wretch, Point Seventeen, As Flesh Decays, The Plague and Blood Bomb And on the 23rd of August We have Devil Driver and All That Remains On the 6th of September We got Panic with their Lightning Strikes Twice Tour On the 13th of September At Transit Bar we've got Earth Rot, Claret Ash Plowshare and wretch on the 14th of september we have i exist and supports to be announced and on the 17th of september we have uh, la dispute on the 2nd of october at the basement we've got combi Christ and dark cell international gigs kicking off the international gig guide we've got disentombed with their australian new zealand tour starting on the 12th of july in melbourne at North Coast Social Club, 13th of July in Brisbane at Dead of Winter Festival, 20th of July, Sydney Crowbar, 26th of July, Adelaide Adma Bar, 27th of July, Hobart at the Brisbane Hotel, 15th of August, Wellington, Valhalla, 16th of August, Christchurch at Club Tavern, 17th of August, Auckland at Neck of the Woods. We also got Dark Funeral with Immolation, Abramelin, Christ Dismembered and Reaper on the 6th of September at Sydney Crowbar and 6th of September, Melbourne, Max Watts. We have Cradle of Filth performing the whole of uh, Cruelty and the Beast uh, on the 3rd of September, Perth at the Capitol, 4th of September, Adelaide at Governor Hindmarsh, uh, 6th of September, Melbourne, 170 Russell, 7th of September, Brisbane, the Valley Drive-In, and 8th of September, Sydney Metro Theatre, 10th of September, Canberra, the Basement, and 12th of September, Auckland, the Studio. Hey, 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 go to gigs every day. <laughs> Giggity. Giggity. That was the Canberra Metalheads Gig Guide. Uh, make sure you head on out to those shows and, uh, yeah, support the, um, the local music scene. Moving on now to our next track listing, kicking it off with Betraying the Martyrs with Parasite here on Canberra Metalheads. Sight. 
that was Blacklist with a new track, Spider Love. Before that, we had Blunt Shovel with Destination Dog Food. And at the top, we had Betraying the Martyrs with Parasite. Uh, that Blacklist track ending there with Spider Love. Awesome uh, band and also awesome uh, new track drop. So uh, go and listen back to that one. And uh, yeah, show those guys some loves. We've had them on the show before. A rad bunch of dudes and they're uh, playing a few few gigs. So go out and see them as well. Going to move on now into the next bracket with uh, a hard-hitting bracket. Kicking it off with Fit for an Autopsy and their track Black Mammoth here on Canberra Metalheads.
that was a nice heavy bracket with uh, closing it out there with Carnifex, World War X. And before that, we had Vorus with Maligenesy. And at the top, as you know, we had Fit for an Autopsy with Black Mammoth. That's all we've got time for for this show. We've uh, gone through a lot of info for the upcoming gig at the basement on the 16th, Friday the 16th um, of August. You've been listening to episode 64. This has been the Death versus Grind edition of Canberra Metalheads. Check out Canberra Metalheads um, on both Instagram and um, on Facebook. Uh, we also have Twitter, Canberra MH, um, available as well. While you're on our uh, social media platforms, you can also click on the link in the description under the Shop Now option or the link in the bio on Instagram to go on to our big cartel site to purchase our merchandise. Uh, still available is the um, free shipping if you use promo code WINTER, W-I-N-T-E-R. Get your free shipping anywhere in Australia. So head Winter over there. Winter is here. Winter is here, and if you need a hoodie, we got you covered. So um, you can even buy the hoodie and um, patch combo. So head on over and check that one out. Closing it up now, we're going to have a special new track dropped just recently by local uh, legends Honest Crooks. We've had uh, Callum on the show before, and uh, it's really cool to see new music from these guys. So we're going to close it up with one of their tracks. This is Soul Prison. And until next time, keep it metal.